0: We're putting
1: away all of our Christmas stuff finally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all kind of shoved in here.
0: So. we we don't do Christmas here.
1: Cause you hate Jesus?
0: Uh because we have cats.
1: I think that's really dumb. I think you should just <laughs> embrace the chaos no. and because
0: they're gonna eat you know, stuff your, and gets it gets sick.
1: Let your cats have a good time uh-huh. playing in a tree and knocking it over, the little scamps. <laughs>
0: I don't, know. I don't know why
1: you don't want your cats to enjoy Christmas. It just seems cruel to me.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It sounds like so- what something a non cat owner would say.
1: Honestly, it sounds like the beginning to a Sarah McLachlan commercial <laughs> yeah. where she's like, This poor cat has never experienced Christmas. <laughs> <You're
0: so bullshit>. <laughs> <laughs> So full of it. I mean, so full I, I don't it.
1: know why you don't want your animals to have that Christmas spirit.
0: It's, it's mm-hmm. just sad to me. That's what it is. Welcome to 10 tents where we hate cats.
1: <laughs> John hates cats.
0: It's a team effort.
1: You know, I'm going to add it to our about me on our website.
0: <laughs> Haters of cats.
1: No, John hates cats. Oh,
0: okay. Thanks a lot, jerk.
1: India advocates for Christmas decorations for cats. John says, uh-huh. no, they can have coal for all I care. I hate them.
0: Okay. See how it is. making me out to be the bad guy.
1: Yep. That's my job.
0: Bah humbug.
1: <laughs> Speaking of bah humbug, um, completely unrelated, I guess, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you want to sing your song?
0: Uh, sure. Here we go. <sighs>
1: welcome to 10 tense podcast where we talk tense and make little sense i'm your host india monroe and this is my cat hating co-host john burkhardt hi john
0: slander slander slander
1: i just don't know why you don't want your cats to experience christmas they, they have and have they, joy.
0: they lost the privilege
1: Terrible, nope. terrible! You yeah, terrible gave behavior them a little vision of joy, and then you stole it from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure, just so disappointed. Uh-huh. Yep, that's what it was. That's Awful. what it was.
1: Those poor cats.
0: Hey, you like my my pile of winter clothes? That's what that is.
1: Is that what that <laughs> <Yeah>. is? <laughs> I thought you were hiding somebody. No, I'm it's like, a pile of, of
0: winter clothes and gym clothes. <laughs>
1: are you are you finished with winter? Why is there a pile of winter clothes on your bed? Because
0: I was wearing them.
1: Oh, because it's cold?
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: What's cold for you guys?
0: Uh, I was in the 20s. Ew, really? Yeah, true story.
1: Gross. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: It's pretty cold here too.
0: Yeah. Houston said something about wrapping plants, but you don't have outdoor plants.
1: Uh, we do not, no, because we don't have a balcony, so all of our plants are indoor plants and very climate controlled.
0: So what was he wrapping
1: then? Probably plants at work.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah,
1: he has plants at work, so I would imagine yep. it was those plants.
0: That makes sense. Okay, now I get it. Yep. I was like, Houston, you silly boy. Those plants were. It's very silly, cold. very silly like
1: that. No, if we had anything resembling a balcony, I would, I would definitely have birdhouses and bird feeders. Uh-huh. But we don't. And Houston told me that he wouldn't let me like put one outside of our window. Mm. I don't know, something about it being a hazard. Mm.
0: I feel like if you had a balcony where you're at now, I would totally hang out there and like dogfish. Like, I get like, oh, a fish.
1: yeah, like a little fishing rod and like a sausage or something. Yep.
0: Yep. Because the dog parks right below you.
1: Yeah. I would totally help you.
0: Yep. I would just do that all day long.
1: Honestly, that's the dream, John. <laughs> 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 if I knew how to take the screens off, I would do that too. Right. <laughs>
0: that'd be amazing. Just
1: sit in the windowsill and just fish for dogs.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing.
1: How was your birthday?
0: Uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty tame. Uh, Emily got Rona like right away when she went back <laughs> yeah. to school. Cause like, so she's all better now for the most part. Uh, she has a pacemaker. So like <clears throat> her heart has a chance of functioning correctly. And, uh, so mm-hmm. the doctors cleared her to go back to school. And then within a day she got the, the new variant and is back Amazing. home.
1: But you're yeah. clear. right? Yeah.
0: I was doing a bunch of tests and, uh, Somehow, so far, I have avoided it. So excellent, good job. I got that going for me, you know.
1: Proud of you. Yeah, thanks.
0: So um, (laughs) I continue to get to be very smug about how I've been able to handle this whole thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's well deserved, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I am the world's bestest hider
1: apparently yeah. what are you drinking
0: uh well there's a lot of wine stuff to talk about actually
1: yeah well, let's go because we well,
0: still talking about b- birthday you guys got me a book
1: we did we got you a book
0: yeah it's the wine folly Ma- wine folly the master guide magnum edition from the creators of WineFolly.com. Yeah. uh
1: it's pretty serious
0: so you had gotten this for houston right
1: I had. i gotten it for Houston because Houston was also interested in learning more about wine. Yeah. And so I thought.
0: And I saw it. Getting like, him. This looks really like cool.
1: A, yeah, it's super cool. And then I thought it would be a good thing to send to you because it has a lot of like helpful guides mm-hmm. in it. So. Well, apparently
0: uh, the the screw on a cork screw <laughs> is the worm.
1: Oh, that's what they call it?
0: That's what this is. It's, it's a worm.
1: That's the scientific name for it.
0: Insert the worm of the corkscrew. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> like you uh, couldn't
1: come up with a better thing than that, really.
0: Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, there's like oh, there's oh, there are cool things in here. I
1: bet it sounds better in French.
0: <laughs> now I'm just thinking of the Cork Soakers uh, sketch from SNL. Do you not know that? You have to know it.
1: No, I, I don't know. You ha-
0: mentioned Quirk Soakers to Houston and he will giggle. Uh, but Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty cool book. Did you know who any of these people were? Or you just happened to see some of the contents of the book and were like, oh, this looks pretty good.
1: Um, I was doing some research into good like wine books. Uh-huh. um, And this one just kept coming up along with their regular edition, not the Magnum edition. So. Okay. Uh, I then like went to their their website. They have a blog that just is all there to educate people about wine. And um, it's meant to be really accessible and, you know, not uh, not not like snooty, you know, yeah. like like it doesn't assume that you know anything about wine, no. which I think is really good because. Yeah. You know, wine has a similar problem that, like, cars do, mm-hmm. right? That a lot of the things that you're looking at assume a ton of knowledge yep. and experience. And, you know, they they don't really. So, so, Or if you run into something that you don't know, like, they have links to stuff you do. Yeah. You
0: so far, everything that I've, I've – I've only really kind of skimmed this, but everything that I've read so far, it's, like, I can digest it.
1: Yeah. they're so, They're really good at, accessible. like, having easy to digest, like – Segments, chapters, guides, things like that.
0: So, on the wine etiquette tips uh, on the page for that, apparently wine clinking is not bad. I thought that that was, I assumed that was a bad thing to do. But if you do do it, uh, you're supposed to look your clinking partner in the eye as a sign of respect.
1: Oh, yeah. You never ah. cheer somebody without looking them in the eye. It's well, see, my important. problem is, is
0: that I would be very carefully watching both glasses to make sure that something didn't go bad
1: yeah it, it takes some <laughs> practice and some muscle memory to get that part right Looks but, like we have but you can do it practice
0: next time we hang out
1: why did you think it was bad i
0: don't know i just i just assumed that that because like to me it's like if my first instinct is like yeah i should do this it's probably bad
1: no no it's a very nice thing to do we you know anytime there's any occasion that's what we do
0: okay i thought that was like only a champagne thing you know okay i'm learning
1: nope and it doesn't even have to be nice wine it doesn't have to be you know nice wine glasses it can be your bucky's wine glass it can mm-hmm. be like tumblers however you want to do it you should do it but the one the one rule is you always have to look the person in the eye
0: okay there's a oh, there's no one's so gonna much call to... you
1: out if you don't but you know yeah
0: there's so much to read through here this is gonna be fun there's a, what kind of taster are you? And it's like, I should really read this because it's going to help me because I feel like I have a much different tongue than you probably do from the way that our tasting notes have been. Mm-hmm. So, huh. Interesting. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. This is a cool book.
1: Well, awesome. So, did, this, did you branch out or, or do anything different with your wine search for today?
0: So, I went to Total Wine because... Uh, mm-hmm. There's the sound guy at my favorite dive bar venue, um, had a couple recommendations for me to try. Uh, and he said he got them all at total wine. So I went over there cause I also went to go get a, uh, another, uh, test done. Um, and so <laughs> they're kind of near each other, but it's like on the other it's side convenient. of town. convenient. Yeah. So, uh. I went to go get those two wines that he recommended and I got a couple others. But one thing that I did see, which I thought was pretty fun and um, kind of goes with what I've been doing every time I go to Total Wine every few months, is they had the seven days of wine box.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You to be that picture and I was like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah.
0: So it's, um, it's little 375 milliliter bottles.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so cute! Yeah. Um.
0: Oh, this one's called Narwhal. I'll take oh, a really like good picture narwhals. of that one. Um. And it's a uh, red, white, and rosé wines. So I thought that this would be fun to kind of rotate through.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it was
0: a reasonable price when considering like how much I pay for like those other small bottles that I've gotten, and these are all yep. from what I could tell were all things that I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. So. Uh I picked one out and or I more just kind of reached into the box and grabbed one. Uh
1: I think that's a good method. Yeah.
0: And uh like yeah. on the back of the box, they did have like Monday it should be this and Tuesday it's this. And it's like, Who the fuck is drinking wine like that? Come on. I'm alcoholics, get out of here. Uh mm-hmm. I'm a once a week wino. Uh so this first one is a uh, called Paddock and Post. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from Bordeaux, France. It is, from what Ooh. I can tell, it's a 2019. And the bottle reads, Cabernet is the wine of kings. And the sunny hillsides of France are where we find its most classic expression. Book your flight with Paddock and Post, an old school aristocratic Cabernet balanced by, by enough robust fruit to please a modern palate. Raise your glass and prepare to take off. Excellent. That sounds fun, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do have a question though about something I see on here. Oh wait, never that- mind. Nope. I think that was a uh, package date. Never mind. I thought I saw an expiration date cuz I was like this is this is this, it's 0727 and that's after <laughs> No, I 0123 and then I forgot that it's 2022, not 2021. So, this is probably a yeah, date. Yeah.
1: Wine's not going to have an expiration right, date. Right. That's what
0: it. I was going to be like, why does this have an expiration date? But I'm just dumb. <laughs> So, that's pretty cool. Got that going for me?
1: Excellent. Well, I'm excited for you to try this.
0: Okay, do we want to do the wink alphabet before or after I try it?
1: Uh, Let's do it before, because okay. what if it's something that'll help you?
0: Okay, wink. Clink, clink, welcome to wink. That's what the book reads. Uh, K is for keg. Ever had wine on tap? Whoa, wait a second. Hold the phone. You can keg mm-hmm. wine? Yeah. Oh man.
1: What do you think a wine barrel is?
0: Like it gets pressurized? Like, not you would, exactly like, you would like beer? a wood
1: I mean you'd have to have some amount of pressure to like draw it up yeah. for the tap, but like it's not like a it's not like a keg like you're thinking of, but they Uh-oh. there are a lot of places that do wines on tap.
0: Okay, never mind then. Okay. Uh, Look,
1: you can go, a lot of Whole Foods have bars in them and uh-huh. they, they always have a couple of wines on tap.
0: Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it reads uh, Ever had wine on tap? It's a modern day way of enjoying wine at your local retailers and restaurants. And we are all about it. At Wink, we make and distribute a selection of our wines in 20 liter kegs, mostly whites, roses, and a select few reds that are made for early drinking. Wine kegs. Who knew? Yep. It's a whole thing. They're
1: great. It's a really great way to do that.
0: Well, if we ever do the return of emergency party services uh, for the Gambler 500, I think a wine keg is going to need to be on the list of things to put install.
1: Uh, Let's see. I'm finding lots of wine kegerators.
0: Nice. I'm a fan.
1: Yeah, I don't know where you. I don't know where you order. Oh, you can get party kegs of wine. Oh,
0: <laughs> I want to go to that party. I mean, <laughs> I it's at
1: party-kegs.com. So uh, have fun. I want
0: to go to the cross section party. That's classy enough for wine, <laughs> but still rowdy enough that they're like, we need to put it. We need to get kegs worth.
1: Not <laughs> I a think lot if of you're bottles. going to a party with with. <laughs> Wine kegs, <laughs> you might be looking at people who just want to get messed up. I don't know that yeah. you're looking for like...
0: I'm I'm there for it.
1: I did go to a wedding once where um, they were serving so much wine that instead of just having a bunch of bottles behind the bar, uh-huh. they just poured it into drink dispensers. Smart. Sure.
0: <laughs> I like it. I'm there for it. So like, they just had like one person on one end just glug 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 bunch of like two bottles at a time into the thing and then another person on the other end heck yes they were like finishing
1: it up as we walked in and i was just like (laughs) oh you guys and it's it i thought it was horrifying because there's no way to control the temperature of the wine so it's like yeah y'all what are you doing
0: look they're gonna drink it so fast it doesn't matter
1: i mean i guess but it's like why are you gonna serve me a white wine that's like 78 degrees because it's <laughs> so hot in this venue because there's a thousand people here.
0: Oh we poured ice in it. So it's it okay. cools it off.
1: <laughs> None of this is okay. <laughs> and also, like, I don't know, it's just the the aesthetics of it really I just didn't like the optics. Honestly. I'm there for it's it. Like I love the
0: optics. I want to be at that party.
1: You you can do this then. You can go buy a bunch of magnums and get a drink dispenser and just <laughs> Open the tap now that
0: it. i now that I realize that I am more comfortable drinking wine i uh i'm gonna be much more uh comfortable and confident and and experimenting with wine when I go to things.
1: You should do that yeah. yeah
0: so may it lead to a new era of rowdy drunkenness for me.
1: It's going to lead to a new era of hangovers for you. Yeah, it
0: is. All right, let's get into this. Uh...
1: Wine hangovers are so
0: awful. Yeah, they're not fun. It hurts. I've already had a few. Uh, mm-hmm. Panic and post. Yep. Here we go. That is strong. Okay. Um,
1: yeah.
0: It doesn't smell great.
1: What's wrong with it?
0: Um, I'm not really sure how to describe it. It doesn't have the normal wine smell, that's for sure.
1: Okay. Is there something wrong with it? Like, do you think there's an issue or I do not Do you just not like it?
0: It's hard to really kind of smell it, right? What the heck is that? I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure what that smell is.
1: Is it your glass? Uh, what do you mean? Is it, are you picking up smells from your glass or are you smelling the wine?
0: It doesn't smell like dishwashery or anything like that.
1: Okay. Put your snoot up to the wine bottle.
0: I did. I still smell it. It's not as strong because it's like narrow. It's a weird smell. I don't know what the heck that is. Um, I haven't smelled it before. It doesn't smell wonderful. Okay.
1: Um, I'm a little, I don't know how to talk you through this. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. It'd be, this would be really handy if I could just give this to somebody and be like, does this taste right? But. Yeah. I think there's something wrong with this wine. Okay. Because, uh,
1: yeah, uh, uh, th- based on your taste, okay. Uh, a cab from Bordeaux, like shouldn't yeah yeah it shouldn't be bad so i'm not sure there's
0: something like kind of hard about it like maybe kind of musty
1: musty yeah
0: you know i'm gonna say that there's something wrong with this wine and we're gonna we're not gonna score it okay i think i think there's something not right I don't know what, but that I makes
1: think... me nervous for the rest of your, your case though. Cause well, no if I get into it, another one next improperly...
0: week and it's not right, then I'm going to take it back.
1: Yeah, you should. I would. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not there to like help you. Yeah. That's
0: all right. Yeah. Something's off. So
1: yeah. Cause you shouldn't have that. Like, even if you don't like it or it's not like the kind of cab that you want right. to drink, like, you shouldn't have like that wine. kind of a reaction.
0: Yeah, it doesn't taste like wine.
1: Okay, it so it should definitely taste like. Do, oh my god, do you have COVID?
0: No, because I had pizza Are earlier and sure? I was fine. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. God bless America. <laughs> not you? Put I mean, that I'd on ask me.
1: you to taste. I'd ask you to taste a natty and tell me what you think, but I mean.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Let me go get like one. that's
1: one, a one. lot. Not like that's a lot of taste, though.
0: Well, it'll help me. I know what it tastes like. Little baby spike.
1: Spike's like, don't touch me.
0: Okay, get little natty ice going here. That tastes like a natural light to me.
1: That's so weird. I wonder uh, what happened with this one. Does the cork look like it's been Mm-mm. messed with? I don't at think all? so.
0: It looks like you know every other regular cork that I've seen. So I might have Emily try. Yeah, it and see now I'm she, just like see what her reaction is. She doesn't drink a lot, these sister? years, but she was a bartender for years, so she might know. Yeah, she might be able to kind of. Actually, can we go ask her real quick?
1: Uh, sure. She's like
0: right there. Okay, so Emily says that it's not, it hasn't gone bad. Um, but it's like watered down. Uh, like this is a wine that you would put into a sangria.
1: Okay, that's weird.
0: So, like when she smelled it, it didn't smell off. Well, so she said it was very pungent. Pugnant?
1: Pugnant? Yeah. Pungent. Yes. Okay, sorry. Pugnance is a different. Word. Um, no, I think. Sorry, I think words with "pug" in it are funny. It's not you. That's me. Mm-hmm. Like, pug, like pugnacious. I think uh-huh. that's a really funny word. Sure. So I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the word. Okay. So that's weird to me, though. That like, if if it has a watered down quality to it, uh-huh. that it it would elicit that kind of reaction from you.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, she like. So to her, her take is that it's just not a great wine,
1: which is entirely possible I yeah. mean I'm I'm really curious what happens if you go back and taste some of the wines that you had at the very beginning of this but
0: and see what I say uh, or see what I yeah would say. I
1: guess yeah, I guess do this before uh-huh. you lose that memory of it like yeah. write down everything that you can think of about how that wine smelled and tasted to you okay. And oh, I can use my wine folly somewhere. book
0: to help me because I think there's a section in there that helps you describe things, right?
1: There is a section that helps you describe things. Okay. There's also a section that tells you how to identify faults in a wine, Ooh, like if it's okay. if it is.
0: I'll uh I'll do that afterwards. Okay. Because uh, I don't I don't so, think that the dozen wants to listen. No, no, and you don't go do that, that. now. Yeah. Do that.
1: Do that later, but that way it'll be on hand for when you open another bottle mm-hmm. out of this case. Yeah. Um. So you can say like. Okay, this is an issue with that bottle, or this is an issue right. across the board. Yep, because I'm really curious about stuff like this, like how how has it been stored? Is it okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah,
0: Well, that was interesting. All right, so, well,
1: that's a big bummer. I'm sorry. I feel like, eh. but I, I think it's good we've never had that happen to us well, before. And I think like, that, that this is like part of the things weird here.
0: It, I think this is part of the experience too. You know, yeah, like it is. These are things that should be discussed and learned about as well so
1: yeah because you're gonna learn what you like you're also gonna learn what you what you don't like and you're yeah. gonna learn what makes a good one and you're gonna learn what makes a really bad one yeah and like um because this this one i'm was... always wary
0: go ahead go ahead go ahead
1: go ahead no it's okay
0: sure. um <clears throat> i was just thinking i just did those all those cabinets back to back remember mm-hmm. and this is yeah. way worse than those
1: yeah, something that just tells me something's really wrong with it. Yeah, I don't know because I, I feel like those those wines are that's what a bad Cabernet tastes like. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I so me, if this is much worse. If this is if this is significantly worse than that, it just it it rings to me that there is an issue in, in the actual bottle. Um,
0: I do have to give Emily credit because all he did was burst into a room and put the glass down and say, put this in your mouth, and she's like, all right. So, you know, we got sibling trust.
1: That's that's really good. I'm <laughs> glad you have that trust. All right. Moving on. You yes. had an update.
0: I do. So I figured that it'd be good to like every two, three weeks to kind of swing back to my um, event prep stuff to kind of update people on what's going on. Yeah, it doesn't. Doing. This
1: is mainly because I told John he's not allowed to talk about CrossFit yeah. every week because <laughs> no, nobody wants that, frankly. So this so episode
0: title will just be, oh,
1: we decided it would be only every other week that he was allowed to talk about yeah. things. And even then <laughs> doesn't this will not be the whole show.
0: Yeah, no. Um So uh I did. uh So I guess like I'm going to go kind of chronologically, if that makes sense. Uh, with, with these things. Um, so the okay. first thing was that, uh, we went, so I work for a, um, marketing agency. And one of the things that we do is, uh, video ads. And so we went and, uh, shot a bunch of stuff for a manufacturer, like a half hour South of us. And, uh, I am acting as a, uh, assistant camera boy while doing that. Uh, and nice. doing these video shoots is very different from any video shoot that I've done before because, like, one piece of equipment is like the entire budget for a year's for a year's worth of video shoots where I previously worked. Like the <laughs> the the scale of like what's happening is is just mind-blowingly different. Because
1: uh, it's what it's what you do for a living, as opposed to like, hey, we just kind of figured we would do this, so do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like yeah. this is yeah, it's so it's really kind of crazy. Um, but it's really cool because like I'm learning a bunch of stuff because it's like this is a real video shoot. We're this is like yeah, film this, production. This stuff. isn't a
1: shoot that was like held together by shoestrings. And, right, like, yeah. So bubblegum. <laughs> I'm learning
0: a bunch of terms, uh, and like I'm uh there's all these pieces of equipment that I didn't know existed, and I'm learning how they work and I don't know, it's just kind of cool and fun. Uh yeah. So
1: are you saying that this podcast will be a video podcast eventually?
0: Uh, I mean, it could always, it could be one right now if we wanted it to be. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't want to have to go through all the makeup. And, you know, like, I, would, I just don't have the budget for that.
1: Who's so, got the time?
0: Yeah. And I don't have the time for it. Um, and also the editing for that would, ugh, no, thank you.
1: Oh, that would suck. Because yeah. I'm not going to do it.
0: No, ma'am. Uh, so
1: <laughs> so
0: uh, while we were out there. There was actually a uh, military surplus store that I wanted to go check out because that's always a good place. Usually those kind of stores in general are always like a good place to like be able to find some like used gear that you can get started with for whatever you're doing. Um, So I was like, Oh, I'm going to go check this out. And it was really funny uh, for our Southeasterners. uh, There was a Bojangles on Google maps right next to the store. And I was like,
1: Oh, we love Bohangles. Yeah,
0: Bohangles. what are you doing in Louisiana, and why didn't I know about you? But turns out it's a Bojangles sushi.
1: Ooh, what? And
0: I was like, what?
1: I'm <laughs> totally, Googling that right now. Yeah,
0: totally not affiliated with the real Bohangles, Uh, but it was still kind of like funny and goofy, uh, you know?
1: Ooh, Austin's getting a Bojangles.
0: Oh, Really? yep neat anyways um sorry continue they were closed by the time i got out there i went to this military surplus store and this place fucking sucked like they didn't have
1: in new 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 iberia Iberia.
0: yeah uh yeah this place this uh surplus place just it was it was bad it was like going into like the salvation army of Military surplus, but it's like the really shitty salvation army that doesn't have anything on the shelves. And it it's was just rude. like, this is not great. Uh, there was like nothing worth looking at. It was really disappointing.
1: So maybe I'm just starving, but um the pictures on this website look really delicious.
0: Oh, for Bojango sushi?
1: Yeah. Ooh yeah. John, they have temporary cheesecake. Go get it.
0: Oh, well, uh, it's kind of I'm not gonna right? drive a half hour to go get it. Sorry.
1: I don't know why you don't like delicious things.
0: I do, but they were closed. They have sushi hours. So, yeah.
1: Okay, well, this looks really good, so.
0: So, the first adventure in uh, games prep.
1: God, I'm so hungry. Went poorly. I'm sorry. That's
0: all right. It's it's always a crapshoot with with those surplus stores. But this one was the worst I've ever been to. So... (laughs) so i ended up That's ordering Terrible, a, yeah i ended up bar- ordering uh, some gear online uh, i came in and all it was all good to go um i signed up uh to two gyms did we talk about this in the previous episode or the one uh bef-
1: no because you're not allowed to talk about or gyms. the one before <laughs> uh i think you talked no i don't think we did and if okay. we did it's fine
0: okay so the really short version of it is that um there was a warehouse that is less than five minutes off of my drive to and from work that two gyms opened up and one is a CrossFit gym and one is a powerlifting strongman gym. And I was like, well, I need to train CrossFit and I need to sh- train strongman. Uh, both of these are in the same building. That's awesome. And I'd reached out to them and asked if, uh, if you had a membership to one, do you get access to the equipment from the other? And they said, no, but, uh, I'll talk to the other gym and see if we can't come up with some sort of uh, discount for you to be able to sign up at both. And I was like, cool. And, uh, they did. They, and, and like the price is actually pretty reasonable, uh, considering like the level of access that I want to get and just the convenience of the whole deal. So, uh, that's actually, you know, it's pretty neat that they, uh, that they set that up, you know? So,
1: Yeah, that was super nice of them and very accommodating, which, you know, is always a good surprise.
0: Yeah, because they didn't have to do that at all, you know. So uh, I did my first CrossFit class. It went well. Uh, How was it? It was good. It was fun. Uh, What was really kind of crazy about it that I think you'll not see this in many gyms uh, is that they are very the two like separate gyms are there's no separation between them. Like, as soon as you leave the, the giant platform uh, padded area for the CrossFit uh, gym, you're in the strength training gym. And okay. when our class was going, it was like a heavy day for several powerlifters. And I don't know if you've mm. been to, like, a powerlifting meet before. Like, I used to date <laughs> no. a woman that was a powerlifter. So I would go to meets. Mm. Um, but the, when you think of, like, the really rowdy weightlifters that like yell and scream at each other to like lift more that's power Mm -hmm. lifters and that's what was going on during our class was (laughs) they were all like going for really big lifts like benching over 500 pounds or not benching but squatting over 500 pounds type of stuff like you know they're going for some pretty big numbers and uh so like the instructor is trying to talk to us and he's just talking very calmly and kind of quietly and then you just hear (gasps) just coming from like 20 feet away and (laughs) i was like (laughs) and for me i'm like this is awesome (laughs) i love it for me
1: i'd be like i'm really happy for you guys i need to like yeah be here though
0: (laughs) i was like i I love this environment this is the best combo i'm I'm digging it
1: (laughs) like please just don't yell at me like tell me you're proud of me and then i'll I'll keep lifting but yeah
0: don't yell at me so uh yeah it's kind of cool uh and the instructor for the CrossFit, um, I told him what I was trying to do. Uh, he didn't know what that was, but he was like, "That sounds pretty cool. I could dig it." And then um, on the one of the coaches on the powerlifting side, she was giving me a tour later on, and I told her what I was trying to do, and she's like, "Oh, I've actually heard of that. That's so that's and like she actually got excited of the idea of like that somebody training for that was going to be training at their gym." That's so, cool. Yeah, oh, they're
1: so supportive
0: yeah no they really okay, are you're I, not
1: allowed you're not allowed to join any cults though
0: no um okay but like the owners of each side of the gym were both just like no that's really cool let's let's make this happen you know like they they, awesome. they understood Good. it they got the idea uh and they're behind it and then so that's the gym stuff uh but i, I was, can i pause you yeah, for just like a sec sure. though
1: um so on bojangles menu <laughs> There's something okay. I feel like you need to try, though,
0: oh, okay. what is it?
1: It's the angel roll, uh-huh, spicy crawfish, avocado, uh-huh. and crunchy inside. Yeah. salmon, tuna, white Damn. tuna, red snapper, and Japanese mayo on top. torched, served t- it's torched and served with spicy mayo eel sauce and Damn. crunchy stuff. That's a lot top. of stuff. It's a lot of stuff and it looks really good. And I think you need to eat it. Have you been looking
0: at that menu this whole time?
1: Maybe. <laughs> i'm very hungry (laughs) i'm sorry
0: you got football in the background sushi in the foreground what are we even doing here
1: (laughs) you brought up the sushi and i (laughs) am just hungry so i literally have a snack waiting for me when we're finished
0: Uh, all right anyways all
1: right carry on carry (laughs) on
0: So I got my gear in um, that I ordered. Right now, I just ordered like a a pistol belt and some pouches and a bunch of new mags. Um, And I went and did my first pistol competition.
1: Oh, how'd you do? Did you get a trophy?
0: I didn't get a trophy. Uh, Did you look at at my Instagram and see the video of it?
1: No, I'm like literally never on Instagram. Okay, well, go into the drive.
0: Go into the drive for this episode oh, I just
1: closed the drive way
0: to go you oh. silly goose
1: oh so
0: far I know. Oh. your life's so hard
1: it's really hard no. why didn't you put a link to it on the
0: oh my god do, you wait, do i need to do that for you
1: no i'm like halfway there
0: i can do that because i need to instruct you to look at different things in different orders
1: Oh my god! You should have just like put it all like
0: okay on the here. Drive. Just hang on, hang it. on. Or you should have put on. it all
1: like in outline. Look there. No, I'm like halfway there. there. I'm like Now you know
0: there. which one to open.
1: Am I watching the video? Yeah.
0: So watch that cute one. cute little belt. <laughs> so there's that video, and this is a video, and we'll I guess we'll post this on the Instagram or have it on the uh, website. So the first video is of me doing one of the stages.
1: So wait, pause. I'm sorry. Why? Mm-hmm. So you're you're holding the gun and then yes. you put it on the table.
0: Yes. Why? So they have different stages. Uh, and what's he holding up to you? It's a timer.
1: Why is he holding it up to like to your face?
0: Because it emits a um like if you actually like watch and like listen to it, <clears throat> uh, that tells you when to go. There it, it emits a tone, a beep. Okay. Um, uh, so uh that though, I guess the way that these guys do it is they do th- three stages. So they're like, think about like if you did three different autocross courses uh, and you do one run on each stage. On this stage, you started with the pistol unloaded on the table with a magazine next to it. And when they say go, you have to load it and start. Uh, but other times you would start with it loaded in a holster. So it just depends on... Uh, what the stage builder says you're gonna do, I guess.
1: Oh, you have to step on the platform?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one has like a, um, has a, uh, an active target that actually like swings and it's triggered by you stepping on a platform, which is kind of fun.
1: So, okay, it sounded like you like went to shoot and it didn't shoot.
0: Yeah, I had a light primer strike. strike. So the gun fired or tried to fire, but the bullet didn't go off. So I had a On purpose? No, like it just it just happens sometimes.
1: Oh it just got okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was you a misfire. Like it? Okay.
0: So I had to re rack it and get a new uh round in the chamber.
1: Oh look at you running. I
0: know. This is the second stage of the night.
1: It's very loud. And Why so, isn't the guy wearing any ear protection? Uh, he
0: has in ear. Everybody had something. Oh got it. So that that device he's holding. Are you holding wearing sunglasses? They're safety glasses. Why
1: are they tinted?
0: Uh, it was just my outdoor ones that I had on. Um, the device that he has, which is kind of neat, is it actually will, the way that I guess that they do it is the time ends on the last shot. So it's actually registering each shot.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> counting your shots.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's
0: cool. Yeah. And then they can, they can look at it and be like, when was the last shot? Okay. It was at X seconds or whatever. Uh, so that was me. Right. Okay, so uh, Mm -hmm. you saw a first person doing this ever video. Uh, Look at the the next video. And this was, this is a guy on another stage.
1: Are you making fun of this guy? No, I'm
0: not. This guy was stupid fast.
1: Okay, I'm not going to watch videos where you're making fun of someone.
0: No, this was, I'm making fun of me.
1: There's something really alarming, though, about watching somebody, like, like I'm sure the way he's holding the pistol as he's running forward the first time, uh-huh. like is how you're supposed to, but it just looks really strange and awkward and unnatural.
0: It is kinda awkward because like you have to hold it. You have to always have the weapon downrange. So right. you have to run certain ways to ensure that it, it's always pointed in a certain direction. So it does look kind of weird at times.
1: I think it's the way like his his he's still uh he's still like he's like you know you how your arms move when you're running uh-huh. he's still doing that yeah but like
0: are you talking about like when he initially to, starts running
1: yeah it's that first oh, run
0: yeah yeah i think that's just kind of like how he runs or whatever i don't know but uh the
1: side run though is really interesting like that's that's funny to me that, yeah like and or, that's or, just that's a, interesting to a
0: consequence of the safety rules
1: right know? Which are good, and I'm I'm yeah. not knocking that. It's just it's. I wonder how many times you have to like sprint that course to get that to feel natural.
0: Oh, these guys have probably done hundreds, if not thousands, of competitions at this point. I'm sure. Um, but you like you can look at the two videos, and it's like these are two people in significantly different skill levels. Like sorry, I'm sorry, are you? I'm saying that I suck, and I'm saying this guy is very good.
1: He because he looks pretty sharp.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, derp, derp, derp der. Cause it's like my first time doing this. It's just like, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. That's
1: fine. It's like, you're, you're going through the course at like, you know, 50, 50%. I think. Yeah. It's,
0: it's yeah. It's like watching like a little baby autocrosser do their first run. This is like,
1: it is. They're always so cute.
0: Yeah. And this is, and then you watch like the guy who, who like wins packs every time run.
1: Yeah, sure. You know?
0: So like, that's what, that's what this, this was. So, um, my goal for the well, evening. Well,
1: congratulations. We're never gonna play laser tag together ever again.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the goal for the whole evening for me was don't come last and don't get don't get disqualified. And mm-hmm. I didn't do either. So I consider also the night a win. You. Thank you. So nice. uh overall I thought I went pretty well. I'm already signed up for two more events in the next two weeks. Um, but the really funny thing that I kept hearing from guys uh, was they're like, oh, this is an expensive hobby. Ammo sure is sure does cost a lot. And I'm like, I had to bite my tongue to just not be like, dude, I come from racing. Uh, yeah,
1: you don't know expensive. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like your ammo budget is one set of tires. <laughs> like. Yeah. It costs $20 to now. compete here.
1: This <laughs> oh, is, God.
0: You know, like like it's just like it's two totally different worlds so it's just like to me it's like this is crazy cheap
1: yeah i could do a 20 dollar event like on a whim <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't have a pistol though i couldn't do that Never mind. yeah
0: but uh yeah so it's uh it went pretty well so far and i and and, and later on <laughs> i explained to some of them what i was trying to get ready for and they're like oh that's really cool uh as we get closer, you know, if you stick around, let us know. We can actually start setting up the courses to help kind of mimic some of the stuff that they're doing to help you better prepare.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yay. So,
0: like, so far. Or when
1: are you going to get one of your fancy shirts with all your sponsors on it? Mm,
0: I don't know. I have to see, like, how, how many sponsors I have in, like, a month or so, you know? I uh, think 10
1: Tents could sponsor you ooh, for,
0: like, a dollar. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We might have to do, like, a... Uh, <laughs> a a um a crowdfunding attempt on this kind of like the adverse adventure get
1: hot dogs onto this
0: (laughs) how many hot dog restaurants are there like hot dog stands are there in the country and how many like if i if i sent out enough emails to them could i possibly get just one of them to sponsor me
1: I mean, if you're going that far, I think they need to sponsor this podcast first. And speaking of which, I think I know your first target.
0: I do too. I'm a. <laughs> this is so dumb.
1: No, this is amazing. How dare you?
0: Dumb in a brilliant way. Um, <laughs> Snoop Dogg is planning hot dog brand called Snoop Dogs. Is the headline? So
1: that's the headline, and. Doesn't before you get too excited because my hopes got up so high. Um, he's just filed for the trademark uh-huh. for Snoop Dogs. Okay, and likewise, he in 2011 filed for a a trademark for uh, Snoop Scoops ice cream.
0: Oh, that's fun! And I
1: am, I know, I'm devastated that we don't have Snoop Scoops. I am I wonder so upset. why
0: they didn't do Snoop's Scoops.
1: I don't know. I'm not mad about it, though.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: But so this, the Snoop Dogg's <laughs> development is uh, a little out of left field because I forget which talk show. It ta- it says that he was on. It was either Kimmel or Fallon. Um, but they showed him a video of how hot dogs are made. Oh. and He was supposed to guess what was being made in them. And then he like at the end of it, he was like. Oh, my God, I'm never going to eat another mother effing hot dog ever again. Yeah. Because he was so grossed out by it. And I just have to say, John, I think that's the meanest trick ever. Like, why would you make someone watch a video of how <laughs> hot dogs are made? Like, I yeah. love hot dogs. Why and would you I'm slander never hot watch dogs that like video. that? But, like, why would you ruin something so delicious for somebody? Yeah. We don't you need jerks. to know about the hot dogs. Just just no. give me a good hot dog.
0: Yeah. I mean, But anyway, if get he doesn't grinded. follow
1: through... Yeah, if he doesn't follow through on this, I will just be devastated because I, I, I would love to have this in my life. And I think he'd come up with some pretty good toppings because I yeah. don't know if you know this, John, but he is actually a pretty accomplished uh, amateur chef.
0: I did not know that.
1: I don't know if you can call him an amateur chef anymore, actually, because he appears with Martha Stewart on her show sometimes. And I'm oh. pretty sure he has a couple cookbooks
0: okay. published yeah. right now. Like Pro-Am? Pro-Am chef?
1: Uh, you know, maybe. Maybe. So anyway, I my hot dog hopes are just up in the clouds right now.
0: <laughs> I'm a fan so of it. High. I really hope that it happens. I would buy them. Ooh, my hopes are
1: higher than Snoop Dogg. Get
0: oh, it. hey, Deb. <laughs> Good job. so sad. You proud of that? <laughs>
1: Thanks. A little.
0: Okay. Like, All not
1: right. a ton. Like, I'm not going to, like, go tell Houston that I made that joke, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> but when my mom listens to this podcast and, and texts me her notes on it, I, I feel like I'm going to be like, I really like that one. She'll be like, that was good. Good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> anyway, um, getting back on track, uh, Airstream uh-huh. has just unveiled a game-changing camper trailer. Okay. Did you click through to this?
0: No, nah, I'm doing it now.
1: Yeah, you should. So, what really grabbed me about this article doesn't was the, uh, it wasn't the headline, it was maybe a sub headline or something. Yo, is was, this
0: thing remote control?
1: Kinda. So, it's say goodbye to the worst part of owning a camper. And this, so it's the Airstream E Stream concept. And like, it's just a concept, they haven't made them. Um, but in drive mode, the E Stream can help propel itself. So, it can take the weight off of the towing vehicle, and that helps electric cars and combustion engines get the most mileage that they possibly can.
0: I'm liking this.
1: Yeah. So, it also can drive itself in low-speed situations. Mm -hmm. So, this feature lets you direct the the trailer remotely via smartphone in complex, low-speed maneuvers like hitching and unhitching reversing into a parking spot or maneuvering around a campsite. So doesn't you could have this thing totally untethered control it with your smartphone so you can move it around the campsite where you want it. Isn't that bananas?
0: Yeah, this is actually really cool. Um,
1: (laughs) It's so cool.
0: The one thing I think that would take this to a entirely different level of like, Holy, sh- like, from, like, okay, this is pretty cool to, like, this is, this is super game changing, is if the drive system had regenerative brakes in it.
1: You should like, write them a letter.
0: Because um, if they did that, because a big thing, like, a big taxing thing on, like, towing is having your trailer brakes running right. Uh, mm-hmm. now if your trailer brakes could also help recharge the batteries, not only on the trailer, but on the tow vehicle, which would then extend the tow vehicles range, that would be bananas.
1: So it didn't say anything about that in the article. Yeah. I didn't it's see anything either. worth reaching out to Airstream and being like, Dear what's up, Airstream. Rose? Here's an idea.
0: Yeah. Um, um
1: but this thing's pretty rad on the inside it has like all the high-tech fixins that you could want everything is controlled with alexa um definitely not what you want if your game is like unplugging and roughing it right but still super rad and super sweet like this thing looks awesome
0: yeah i'm still there for it it's cool
1: this is how i imagine the jetsons would camp
0: <sighs> yeah this is this is cool uh i think this is really neat I'm I'm there for it. I think that the camper yeah. world needs to be needs to just come along with technology. Agreed. Um And is... it
1: still looks like an old school airstream, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Like they've kept the outside the exterior aesthetic of yeah. the airstream. And the inside looks pretty campery too. It just it's very yeah. high tech. Yeah. And
0: if we're honest, like a lot of places that people are taking trailers for camping have hookups for water and electricity. Mm-hmm. so like it's not like oh it's all electric and do 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 that's not camping it's like well trailer camping already wasn't in that concern so it's not like right. they're i think it's cool I'm, I'm there for it
1: well considering um the delays in production uh-huh. <laughs> for everything uh there is no word on when or if we'll ever see this thing in production but the concept is rad. It's getting a good bit of buzz, actually. Mm-hmm. I found several articles on this one uh, concept. And hopefully that kind of triggers you know, higher priority in, in production for them. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, this is cool. I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan.
1: Yeah, I'm super into it. I would definitely ha- hike in that. I or found, camp in that. Sorry.
0: I found another video on the power system. Trying to see if they mentioned regenerative brakes. But the... um. Yeah. The one thing that I did notice is that it's uh it's single axle, but it's dually tires, so that's kind of interesting. Oh, this is for an mm-hmm. RV, like a mini RV. Never mind. Okay, never mind then. Never mind. Okay. So yeah, uh, neat. Good find. Well,
1: thank you. Uh, other camping news: camping The Seattle news. Times of all places uh, reported on. This incident that happened in uh, North Carolina outside of Raleigh, actually. So a camp, a hiker went camping despite warnings about severe winter weather. Six rescuers and snowshoes had to save him. And I'm just sitting here like, bruh. (sighs) There were all of these warnings last week about the weather in North Carolina turning super gnarly. Like you want nothing to do with these conditions. You should not be out in them. They're not Mm -hmm. safe for anyone, even like seasoned hikers campers everybody like nothing no good can come of you being outside for all this yeah and so (laughs) this guy decided you know what it's not going to be that bad i'm gonna go it's fine (sighs) he went out in the middle of this extreme weather and got stuck and doesn't there's no shame in, in asking for help absolutely none but why are you going out in weather when it's damn near blizzard conditions? What are you doing? You have to prove.
0: Either you have to be like super experienced or stay home.
1: But even so, like I think this guy supposedly was super experienced, but it's like, don't, don't go in a blizzard. Why? It's a needless risk, honestly. Um, but anyway, these, these rescuers got to him by driving as far as they could in their, a super serious vehicle and then put on their snowshoes and, <laughs> and hiked a long long way to get to this guy and he was fine but still this is just preventable yeah so please 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 dozen do not camp in extreme weather it is just not worth it so much yeah
0: wrong. yeah i don't do that come on guys yep.
1: Speaking of camping in extreme Uh, weather, though, I thought this would be a really good time to do an update on our buddy Alex Sealing.
0: Oh my gosh, where is he at?
1: He's in he's in California. Can you? What I know, so it doesn't. I don't know if you remember the first time that we ever talked about Alex. Um, I haven't gotten that far into my backlog on on our website to be able to like search for and pinpoint that episode, but it was. I feel like a year ago, John, don't you think?
0: <clears throat> um, Getting there. I think within three months. Yeah. I think you're. For sure. where you're at.
1: So if you, rec- you may recall, or if you don't, um, Alex Sealing was, he set out in December 2020 walking across the country to raise money and awareness oh, for veteran prevention. so it has been a year. Prevention. Yeah, it's been, it's okay. It's been over a year since he set out. Okay, it, sorry, I, I know, misunderstood I what you are saying. I can't remember when we talked about it, though.
0: Oh, it was pretty close to when he started. So I think
1: that's right. Yeah. So, um, and I, but he his story is just so compelling. He is is he has walked this whole <laughs> thing, and we've talked about similar journeys like Bear Sun, uh-huh. um. But his Instagram has been just fascinating. Yeah, I think Ale- he started on the east coast and he's walking to the west. Yeah,
0: coast. and Alex is doing like the actual trails, not highways and roads. Uh, well, and so he's pretty he much doing it all by some, himself.
1: Yeah, he is. He started getting onto the roads and highways a little—not highways, but like the roads—much more when he got to uh, like the Rockies, at least. Just because he's like, hey, the terrain is just it's too much. Yeah. Because doing the Rockies in the wintertime, I'm sure. Uh, as <laughs> everyone recalls the Donner Party, but <laughs> um, but I will not fault Alex for that at all. So Yeah. Um, but it's so cool. It's been over over a year since he started this. He's made it to California. He's at the tail end of this journey. Um, and if you haven't ch- already, just like check it out either at alexandersealing.com. That's S E L I N G or on his Instagram at Alexander And yeah. we follow him. So you can always get to it from ours mm-hmm. and his um, uh, but- YouTube
0: channel is pretty good too. He has some really great videos.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. So please check him out. If you feel compelled to donate to his cause, uh, do so. And, John, I totally, uh, it slips my mind, but do you remember what branch of the military he was in?
0: He was in the army. what did he do? He was a combat medic.
1: Man, that is so gnarly.
0: hmm So, yeah, he has a pretty deep connection to the stuff that he's, uh, you know, supporting with us
1: for sure so it doesn't go check them out if you haven't already and um alex if you're listening keep being awesome we're so proud of you this is such an incredible journey that we've been following for the last year so we're so proud of you
0: yeah keep on chugging along choo-choo
1: choo-choo all right well that's all i have john how about you
0: um let's see here um think that's uh that's really all i got Just check out the new website 1010 um do some reviews on the itunes for us uh <laughs> share some things on the social medias uh let people know what the f is up
1: <laughs> and if you're interested in sponsoring john uh, yeah we are accepting all proposals for hot dog themed things
0: yep yep
1: so if yep. you want to you know, pay enough money to get the word <laughs> wiener plastered on the back of his shirt. I support that.
0: If you want your wiener on my back.
1: Oh, see, you know, we were like having so much fun with it. And then you just made it weird.
0: You just lobbed it up there. I just knocked it out. Uh, anyway. All right, here we go. bam 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 Bamp down, bamp down.
1: Keep it campy. Bye. Bye.